The Colorado River is stressed. Simply put, states are using too much of it. Plus, long-term drought means supplies and demands aren't matching up. Brett, the drought contingency plan is meant to rein in water use and keep the whole system from crashing. Right. It's been in the works for more than three years. Everyone who uses the river was supposed to be in agreement by now. But Arizona missed the deadline. Well, yes, but a lot did get done, including two important water bills making it through the legislature. And negotiations finally brought in some groups that hadn't been included in the past, like the Colorado River Indian tribes based in western Arizona. Chairman Dennis Patch thanked those who worked with them. This is our first run on that, and we were very confused, and we're, we're a lot smarter now. We hope to continue to work with the state on all water issues that come up. The Colorado River Indian tribes are going to take some land out of production and leave the saved water in Lake Mead. So while Arizona was celebrating its big milestone, the federal government came in and crashed the party. Yeah, the Fed said the state didn't do enough for the deal to be considered done. Same story in California, specifically the Imperial Irrigation District, the single largest user of the Colorado River. They won't sign the deal until they get more federal money to manage the decline of the Salton Sea, a huge lake that's causing environmental and public health problems as it shrinks. Everyone seems to agree that states need to use less water from the river. But when it comes down to who actually uses less, that's when the tension starts to rise. Exactly. I heard the same thing from John Berggren. He's a policy analyst with Western Resource Advocates. This is where you really run into winners and losers and fundamentally changing who the current winners and losers are, which anytime you talk about changing that, people are going to put up a stink and put up a fight. So that's one reason it's been so difficult. It's also worth noting that these deals won't be in place for very long, maybe six years, tops. And that's been a big source of criticism, that the deal doesn't go far enough to solve the region's big water problems. You can even see that in the name of the deal, the Drought Contingency Plan. It seems to suggest we're dealing with a temporary dry period rather than an overall shift in climate. John McClough is an alternate commissioner on the Upper Colorado River Commission. Most of the policymakers in the West are persuaded that we have aridification rather than drought. In other words, drought assumes that it will change. And many folks now are saying, this is it. This is what we can expect. For now, that shift is just in the attitude of leaders and isn't taking center stage in water policy. So drought, climate change, and don't forget overallocation. Those are huge things that will need to be tackled next time. Yep, McLeod says as soon as water managers wrap up these drought contingency plans, which, by the way, still need approval by Congress and the president, they immediately have to take on a new set of even harder negotiations. Because both basins have ideas about things that need to be fixed, and and they're not compatible in some cases. So uh, it's going to be a difficult negotiation. It was a difficult negotiation the first time. Those talks are supposed to render a long-term solution, but the weather in the near term adds a big degree of uncertainty, too. Right now, many streams in the basin are projected to have less-than-average flows throughout this spring and summer. And that could end up adding even more pressure to the river and the people in charge of managing it. I'm Brett Jaspers in Arizona. And I'm Luke Runyon in Colorado.